The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, my talk 1071. Bradley, you are thinking about Halloween candy a lot. Yes, you wanted to say something? Uh, no, just that, um, yes, the topic of Halloween candy has been on our lips a lot lately because it's been here at work a lot lately. <laughs> yes. Yesterday, you and I did a video. Was it yesterday? Yeah, we did a video where we laid out our favorite. Uh, Halloween candy. We did it like a top five. Mm-hmm. So go to the My Talk Instagram page if you want to see that. I don't think it's up yet, but it'll probably be up at some point, maybe over the weekend. One of the things that we had on our list of top five was a peanut butter cup, a very famous peanut butter cup. One would argue perhaps the most, the most famous peanut butter cup. In fact, Mike, if I asked you what the most famous peanut butter cup is, yeah. What would you say? Reese's. Oh. Okay. Now, Dawn. Right? Yeah? I ask you. Totally out of the blue. Apropos of nothing, although totally apropos mm-hmm. for this segment. What is the most popular peanut butter cup? Reese's peanut butter cup. Okay. I feel like that's a known thing, right? Like Reese's the, the, peanut butter cup. Yeah, yeah. That Those are the most famous in America. Now, did you know that apparently up to... Let me get an actual number for you. Uh, 21% of respondents in a recent poll admitted that they don't say Reese's peanut butter cup. You know what they say? I'm sure. Yeah, they say Reese's. Reese's! They didn't know, apparently, that the correct pronunciation of Reese's peanut butter cups is Reese's. I saw this article and I have to, you know, like I've heard people say Reese's before. In fact, sure. I'm, I'm pretty sure I've said Reese's, but it's in that way that I also say things like uh, Valentine's, Paschetti, yeah, and, and Sandwich. Sandwich. <laughs> I like Italy to too. say, what, what did you, you say? What do you always say for oh, Italian. 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 Yeah, people yeah. get real uh-huh. Or Parmesan. I like to say that. Parmesan. Oh, I like that. That <laughs> sounds very Greek. Yeah, instead of Parmesan. I'm Bob Parmesan, and mm. I am a realtor. Yes. Oh, Mike, I thought you had reason. I was just laughing along. No, oh, okay. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> so, so there was a whole ass article and poll over at the Daily Mail that said, did you know you might have been saying Reese's. Uh, see, I just did it. Reese's wrong the whole time. And I was like, is that like, I feel like it's clickbait, right? Like, cause and you're you going to want to click and find what the mispronunciation is. You thought for a second, it could be me. I could be wrong. Well, yeah, of course. I mean, yeah. we all fall victim to that. Like, well, wait a minute. Isn't it just Reese's? And oh, I was like, yeah. surely they're not going to imply that. It's this whole Reese's thing. And yeah, literally, they're trying to argue that people are still walking around saying Reese's without knowing that it's actually Reese's. Mm. Uh, I wonder if they fought them on that when they approached them and said, no, actually, it's Reese's. And they're like, no, it's like the people they pulled on the street. Because sometimes when people are mispronouncing something, I mispronounce. Okay. Sometimes they fight back and they go, no, it's Reese's. Who's fighting you? Nobody's fighting me. I'm just saying that sometimes people insist that they are saying it right, and then you start to question yourself. If somebody says that Reese's is the right way, I mean, you can say it. Look, it's a free country. Again, I say Italian, right? (laughs) Much to the chagrin of 
Minnesotans everywhere who constantly, I guarantee we're going to get an email. Yeah, right but it's, he's saying it ironically, you guys. Yeah. Because it's funny But do you really him. think that, I mean, you did, when we were talking about this truth be told before the show, you were like, well, I'm sure there's like people in the woods. Oh, I that, said, I do know hillbillies that yeah, say it that I didn't want to say hillbilly, but okay, well, yeah, but they, you know, I mean. You would you would be able to say that I feel like in the you know yeah Are you gonna get some Reese's peanut butter cups Reese's Pieces yeah uh so I asked you where did it come from and you found out the answer yeah to verify for sure that it isn't Reese's yeah because then I was like okay well now I have to read the story because why are they bringing up in the year twenty twenty three I f- I thought we've been down this road so like yeah. what's the learning opportunity here. <laughs> Well, because, you know, sometimes it'll be like, I'm like, you know, Tom Hanks was at a dinner party and was overheard to say Reese's. And, you know, he was corrected. He was like, I never knew. And then we whatever. No, it's just it tells the story that apparently uh, Reese's um, comes from a guy named Reese who worked uh, at the Hershey Company, H.B. Reese. And so they're like, (laughs) if you have any doubt about how to say this, just think of it as Reese Witherspoon. And make it possessive, yeah. a.k.a. add an apostrophe S. I mean, S. there's an apostrophe S on the package. So, like, if you were talking about Reese Witherspoon's pieces, mm-hmm. they would be Reese's pieces. Yeah, instead of Reese's pieces. Reese's pieces. They need to get her to endorse Reese's, right? They really should. I and, mean, like, the spoon be, people, too. I mean, she would just be like, here you go, eat this. Uh, obviously, this what? is why. So... Then we were talking, Mike, about yeah. now that we've got that all solved. <laughs> sure. It's Reese's. Okay. I do want somebody to call in and to just be like, it ain't Reese's. It's <laughs> racing. Where my hillbillies at? Where the hillbillies at? Um, and trust, I got mad respect for hillbillies. Yeah. You I'm, can I'm say hillbilly country. whatever you want. But, Dawn, that mm. got us on another topic. Have you ever heard of Nestle's? Yes. You so mean then, N-E-S-T-L-E-S? Yeah. Then we got on this topic. Sure. How do you spell it? N e s t l e s. And how yeah. do we say it? Well, it's just Nestle, and then if you add the s to it, so it's pronounced Nestle. Yeah, you say it's pronounced Nestle, but yeah. just look at it. But yeah. when you look Nestle. at Nestle, Nestle, Nestle. Well, and it's actually it looks like if you look at it with the little accent over the e, <laughs> it looks like it should be maybe I don't know. I'm not French. But Nestle, right? Nestle, Nestle, Nestle. <laughs> Are you like an old French person? <laughs> yeah. Nestle. Nestle. But it looks like it should be like Nestle. Because right? we listened to the translation. So that got us thinking like, well, wait a minute. How is this Nestle's when it's spelled Nestle, first of all? But if you wanted to Frenchify it, because it's actually a guy from France named Henri Nestlé. Well, he was German, oh, German, but he must have had French people in his life at some right. point. Maybe his mother's side. Henri Nestlé. Like, it wasn't Nestlé. So then all of a sudden I'm like, well, I don't know what the right way is I've got anymore. the German pronunciation. Oh, good. Okay. Yes. Nestlé. Nestlé. 
Do that again. Nestle. Oh, I don't like that. <laughs> His voices were really deep. Nestle. Nestle. It kind of gets to your core. So he was Henri Nestle. <laughs> so it should be Nestle's. <laughs> Would you like a piece of Nestle's, Nestle's. chocolate? <laughs> Let's just hear that again. Thank you. So I guess maybe it doesn't matter. Me getting like angry. (laughs) Wait, do it again. Nestle. 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 I need to watch that video again. It's very cinematic. So now I wonder if we called Nestle's headquarters. Nestle. Nestle. If they would have a story as to why it became pronounced Nestle versus Nestle. Do people in other countries say Nestle too? I don't know. Because, you know, there's like Adidas and Adidas. Yeah. So maybe maybe in England they say Nestle. Yeah, they... They don't have a no reason. Soul. They just want to be different. <laughs> no soul. They put an extra uh, yeah. vowel into it. All right. Well, we solved, I mean, we we solved have, nothing. We can ask Tony Tendillier. She's living in France right now. I'm Nestle. Sure she's listening. Well, yeah, I wonder how they pronounce. How did the French pronounce Nestles? Come on now. Nestle. Come through. Nestle. Yeah. Bonjour, Nestle. Comment allez-vous? Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Well. If we have any francophones out there or French speakers, feel free to let us know. Send us an email or, uh, I don't know, International Post. What Thank you it? for calling Nestle. Gracias por llamar a Nestle. I'm calling Nestle. Oh, oh she, she said Nestle. Please press one. Oh, let She's me call back Spanish. again. Hold on. I know, but that means in Spanish they say Nestle. Thank so you what? for calling Nestle. Gracias por llamar a Nestle. To hear this recording in English. Nestle. So, so and they do pronounce it different in other countries. Interesting. Okay, now we're on to something. I wonder if Reese's also pronounced differently. Reese. No? All right. I well. guess we could just like go, do, pull up a YouTube. A YouTube. <laughs> okay, Don, you want to pull, pull up a YouTube pull in the bright? YouTube break? and just type in French people talking about Nestle. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure there's lots of those videos. Mm-hmm. When we come back here on the adventures of Bradley and Don from Nestle's Candy to Amy Robach and TJ Holmes. Do you remember those guys? What if I said the name Hobach? Now I know. Well, Don's got the latest on what those two are up to. Spoiler alert. Something. We'll mm-hmm. tell you what it is when Ooh, we come back. You're up to something. Right here on My Talk. Hey, my talkers. Bradley here for my good friends at Dakota Dental. Great place to take care of your dental health. Dakota Dental is located super convenient to the metro right down in Apple Valley. I have been a patient at Dakota Dental for years, and there's a very good reason why. That reason is they're the best dentists in town. Frankly, I've been to dentists for years, a number of dentists. I have gotten... Lots of dental work over the years. And I'm telling you, each and every time I walk through those doors at Dakota Dental, I know I'm in the right place because of the way the staff treats me, because of the care that I get when I call to make an appointment. Um, They are able to make an appointment that works for my schedule. And by the way, they have appointments available now, next week. Like you're not going to have to wait weeks to get in and be seen at Dakota Dental. All you have to do is pick up the phone, make that appointment. If you've got questions about anything, they would love 
to uh, give you those answers. Head to dakotadental.com today. And don't forget to tell them Bradley sent you. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, My Talk 1071. Bradley Trainer, Mike Ganger, thanks for being here with me today. Hey, we didn't have a choice. Yeah. Um, are, did you miss Hobach? What's a Hobach? Hobach is TJ Holmes and Amy Robach. Their tawdry affair. They were kicked off of. Um, was it GMA or the Today Show? That was ABC, so a- it was GMA. GMA. But it was like the third GMA hour. GMA 3 is yeah. what it was GMA called. GMA 3, yeah. okay. So they were their own self-contained like post-morning show bubble. That's right. And they, they spent were. a lot of time together. They started doing marathons, and then they started to In each help other's each pants. other get their clothes on for the marathon. Yeah. They were like, horizontal can marathon. you help me put these socks on? And horizontal marathon. <laughs> Okay, so I love how you're, like, <laughs> come on, how dare you? They were doing it, Dawn. They were, they're still doing it, and you know what? They want the whole world to know that they're doing it. Great. So they have an official "We're a Couple" post together. And? That's right. It was Amy Robach and official T.J. Holmes. It looks like an engagement photo. He is um, standing behind her, has his arm around her, and she lovingly has her arm up around his arm. And they're smiling. And they are both very good looking, I'd like to say. Now, that's not why we're here. We are here because they wanted you to... It says, how's this for Instagram official? And then this is where we get the problem. Hashtag silent no more. What's What do you mean? What's going on? Silent no more. What does that mean? That's actually a lot of times used for domestic violence victims who don't want who are proclaiming that they are not going to be silent anymore about the abuse that happened to them so they just were inadvertently using a hashtag that is generally related to like a an actual campaign it is and it's also the name of an anti-abortion campaign (laughs) i I don't think that they were like they are not doing some research on hashtag silent no more no i mean that's kind of you know I don't want to say that's funny, but that's un- probably an unintentional foul, right? To the issue of them actually doing a podcast together, I still do you do you not find it funny that the world got their undies in a bunch because these two were doing it? Mm. These two grown ass adults. I yeah, I mean it was definitely a dry time in the world of well, not for was them, <laughs> but in the world of like what we were looking at. But remember at how everybody was so incensed? Like they got, it was very weird. Remember how quickly and like ABC came down and like they just disappeared without a trace. And like there was the allegation of infidelity, but it's like, is it really ABC's job to police their infidelity? Like people as an audience will make up their mind. I get that like they might have done things behind the scenes that we don't know, which could have run afoul of like policy issues right like i get it Mm -hmm. but i'm saying there was just this weird like mm, finger waggy reaction to them and i think that's why they got fired it seemed a little much because of public reaction yeah because but it didn't even seem like public reaction because i feel like the public was like oh they're so cute together oh right um i think there was a lot of judgment there too but anyway um so they are going to do a podcast 
where nothing is off limits. A press Are you just reading from said, their press release right press now? Press release, yeah. yeah. Um, it says uh, that they will be talking about pop culture, so they're going to be our competition now. Um, our, no. You mean for our show? Mm-hmm. No. They're going to talk about current events, pop culture, and everything in between. That's my favorite. That's my favorite pod. Everybody who starts a podcast. And look, here's the thing. I want to be clear again. I think these two are great together. Like somebody needs to sign them up and they should be doing something on TV. Now, if they were doing things behind the scenes that, again, like ran against the policy manual, blah, 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 fine. They can be responsible for that. But. In terms of like what they do for their chosen careers, they're both like great TV people. Mm-hmm. So I feel like they need to be doing something together. And I think the world is such now that we want relationships. And these two have like an organic relationship. So their chemistry is going to be good. Yeah. And so I think like this podcast is probably the first step back for them. But now put that aside. When I'm hearing you talk about what they're going to do, I'm like, okay, you guys, could we try a little harder? Like, because they're basically just describing everybody who has a podcast. Like, we've got great friends and we're going to talk about really interesting things. Yeah. It's like, okay, well, let that remains to be seen that you'll actually deliver on that. But in terms of the promise or the potential, I feel like, you know, I feel like they could do really. I mean, look at them. Uh huh. I'm just I, looking at yeah. the photo of them on Instagram. They look perfect together. Yeah. They're, you know, beautiful, funny. I'm sure they looked at themselves in the mirror together and they were like, we look I perfect mean, together. Join join the club. We do it every day. <laughs> we do. We get in the mirror and say we look perfect together. I'm sorry. That was Mike and I. We need to start inviting oh, her into that oh, experience, yeah, Mike, so that she doesn't sorry. feel left out. Is it, a, is it in the men's room where it happens? Generally. Okay. So we you can need, move that. You can clear it out mm-hmm. before I come in and just look and gaze. At each other. Yeah. Um, are you going to listen on December 5th Probably to not. Amy and TJ? Probably is what it's not. Called. Sure we will. Okay. For the show. Go for it. Yeah. We got to know what they're talking about and whether or not being off script is awkward for them. Because remember, they're on GMA. So part of that is scripted. I know that it was probably a fun hour. Maybe like, was it like a Hoda and Jenna situation? Um, where they it was were a more, looser thing? They, well, I don't think it was more their relationship because I think Hoda and Jenna have like more of a relationship than these two had, but they were definitely friendly. And the format, like, pew, pew. I'm just saying, yeah. like, was the third hour format something that I was loosey goosey? I didn't either. I didn't even know who they were before all this scandal happened. I wish them all the best. And I look forward to your <laughs> review of their podcast. When Pardon. we come back, you guys. We have something to put in our mouths. What is it? It's a surprise. Why? Because we do this segment every Friday. It's called Food Porn Friday. It's not dirty. Don't worry, but it's going to taste good, we hope, when we come back right here on My Talk <laughs> 1071. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, My Talk 1071. It's Friday. It's 1.30 or, you know, yeah, around about 1.30, 1.29. And it's time for Food Porn Friday. Yowling. Okay. Dawn, we're putting some things in our mouth. Yes. What is on order today? <laughs> Take the buttons away from Bradley. <laughs> no. um, this is, these are Arby's mac and cheese balls. Yeah, so Arby's. Are they called bites or balls? 
I think it's bites, but they're balls. Let's be yeah, clear. Balls. These are Arby's mac and cheese bites. However, they look like balls, so we're calling them balls. A premium blend of four cheese and noodles that are breaded and fried to a crispy golden brown perfectione. Limited time only at participating U.S. locations while supplies last. So we ordered these. Now, I uh, Don is huffing the balls right now. As am I. Okay, what are you oh, getting from the ball? Gosh, well, I kind of reminds me the smell of like a hush puppy. Yep, I'm getting like Burger King onion rings. Exactly. Okay. Yep, yep. That's definitely the vibe. But I do get a little whiff of cheese. I can smell the greasy <sighs> cheese. Okay. <laughs> Seriously. That's nasty. I just now, need to... You need to the, what? The full experience. You need to what? I need, I need the full experience. Okay, we'll put... <laughs> Go on. Continue. Put the mac and cheese ball in your mouth. Now, you each have two. One of mine is called a collapsed ball. Oh, God, I'm sorry. <laughs> I hate when that happens. It's been a while. Uh, okay. Are you trying one, Don? <laughs> What's going on over there? Mike's eating it. What are you doing? What's taking you so long? Okay. I don't know why she's speechless. Okay. She's chomping on the balls. I did nuke them a little bit because mm. they were, they have been sitting around since one. Mm. I was expecting, just based on the smell, I was expecting it to be very um, greasy forward. It is not. Mm-hmm. That is a very creamy, oh. good uh, mac and cheese ball in the middle. Those are some good balls. That mm-hmm. is good. No wonder they're a dollar mm. a ball. Okay, we're going to talk about that in a sec, but crunchy on the outside, gooey, gooey. Okay, it's here's what I was worried gooey. about. I thought it was going to be more solid that was gonna in be the dry inside. Dry AF yeah. and solid, but mm-hmm. this was uh, has a nice... It's almost... Melty quality. Like, you bite into it, and it kind of just... It doesn't ooze, but it kind of just... It's the perfect consistency. Now, isn't this like one of the few things that we put in our mouth where you're like, oh, I kind of want more. True. We only have two. That's okay. Uh, I was expecting, like you said, um, maybe... Mm. And the thought of like noodles, pasta Mm -hmm. inside a fried thing isn't... I'm not a huge fried macaroni person. Uh Uh-huh. Like mac and cheese bites, I'll be clear... If I saw them like on a menu, I'd be like, oh, they're probably not going to be good. Oh, my God. These are really cheesy, too. They didn't skimp on the cheese. They did skimp on the amount you get. Okay, let's talk about that. But first, any other food qualities like... Real quick, one quick question. Did they have any sort of sauce? Okay, great question. No. Oh. Because I thought the same thing when I opened up the package. I was like, where's the sauce? If you would dip that into like some sort of a chipotle type sauce. Or Or marinara. Even the horsey sauce. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, from yeah. Arby's? That'd be good, too. Mm-hmm. Oh. I love these. This is or something... Arby's sauce. You know, Arby's yeah, just Arby's has sauce a regular too. sauce. This is the first thing I've tasted where I'm like, I, I want know. more of those, and I will probably crave these. <laughs> now, we have to talk about the elephant in the ballroom, mm-hmm. which is, oh, yeah, there's like a really good aftertaste, too, like a good oh, yeah. cheesy aftertaste. Mm-hmm. You know how sometimes fried food... There is a little bit of that fried thing in the back of your throat, but it's not overpowering. Sometimes it can be bitter. Yeah. But it's it's a nice 
And the quality of the fried part doesn't seem like it came off the Tyson truck. Thank you. Know you. What I mean? It's Frozen not. It then, feels like a panko. Yep. Like they hand crust. breaded it. Yeah, not like a like a thick skin. It's actually like breadcrumbs that yeah. it's rolled in. It doesn't taste too heavy. And there it's isn't crispy. That, right. There's um, not that is, layer of frozen yeah, products yeah. that's like there's so much breading you can it just kind of tastes like everything else that's frozen like that. Yeah, no, it actually was quite good. Okay, now we have to talk about it's the fact gone. that it only comes four in a thing. Yeah, and it was like four bucks, I think, oh, three wow. something for four yeah. bites. It's Them like bites were like the size of like what? Not even a golf ball. No, mm. definitely smaller than that. Ping pong ball. Ping pong ball. So for four pieces, let me get the exact. Uh, Your order with the fees to deliver this was well, li- really like, ridiculous. I don't know how anybody orders fast food for delivery, to be quite honest I with mean, you. You just have to be. <clears throat> because it is ridiculous how expensive the delivery fees. Plus, you want to be kind and tip appropriately. Of course. But I'm almost, uh, I can tell you that for two orders, so I got us two orders. Mm-hmm. So that's eight balls. With fees and tax, it was $20. Oh, my. <laughs> now, the delivery fee is something like $9? No. No. No, it wasn't that much. Here, I'm going to tell you in just a second. Okay, so there's a $1.49 delivery fee, plus I think I tipped $3. That was just the recommended yeah, whatever. Then there's tax. And then the balls... Are four ninety nine five dollars five dollars five dollars for four balls that are the size of a ping pong ball? Kind of like a for the listener out there, kind of like a bubble gum. You know the bubble gum you used to get for twenty five cents. Yeah, that's like the size. Yeah, I mean, I think if they were bigger, it wouldn't be a good ratio. But still, you need to give at least six balls. Yeah. Now I will say. I I almost got us mozzarella sticks because put a pin in this. We're going to talk about mozzarella sticks later in the show. I know you're like what? It's true. For six mozzarella sticks, it's like six seventy nine. Hmm. Oh, for just little fr- cheese. It's cheese, mm-hmm. fried bits of cheese. They'd have perfected that though. You can tell that they didn't just crank out the first. It's not hot in here. No, yeah, it it's winter. It's real hot. Why? Because you just ate. You're cheese always balls. so cold. I am cold. I am, and it's just too cold here. I have to wear winter clothes even in the summer. Anyway, so, Mike. So I gotta ask: Would you rather have them be two fifty or three dollars and be more greasy flavored and not have that great mm. panko style flavor to it, or pay the five bucks and just get it less often? Okay. Feels well, like now somebody who's I feel like you work for Arby's. Yeah. I'm just saying, <laughs> yeah, like, there's obviously like a price. You rather, you're like, would you rather quality? quality? Yeah. And there's a reason why it's more expensive, and that is one of the better things I've enjoyed from a fast food place in a long time. You know what it makes me want to do? What's that? Is go home yeah. and make my own. Sure. Because you could make a bunch of those and then freeze them. Yeah. And then you could but just. Put, I'm not going to be able to do it like them. I can guarantee you right now. I bet we it's could come up with disaster. the rest. Mike could totally come up with a copycat. He's real good at copycats. Mike, what makes the. What is. Why is it like that? I don't know. That's so a the great four cheeses. Like, I, when you it, said four cheeses, in my mind, I rolled my eyes. Because I'm like, okay, whatever with the four cheeses. <laughs> Which is like, all right, whatever with your four cheeses. Well, you get like like the cheapest frozen pizza ever, and it's like four cheese blend. And you're like, this tastes like cardboard. Yeah. So I think that it probably has... yellow cheese, white cheese. (laughs) Yeah, cheese food. Whiter cheese and yellower cheese. Yes. So I think there has to be like some 
um, mozzarella in there. That's what kind of holds it together and keeps it less melty. Or there's some kind of binding agent. Oh, yeah. And you don't, when you bite into it, you don't really feel the noodle or see the noodle. <laughs> no, like, you it's don't. very much matched I don't need together. you to ever say you're not going to, you, you don't taste the noodle. <laughs> you don't taste the noodle when you bite into it. It's, yeah. Well, it's a ball. Yeah, you know? I know. But yeah. I want no, to feel a little bit of the noodle, the noodle while I'm enjoying the ball. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't want to taste the noodle. That's why I love this so much. There I just go. taste like cheese and the essence of noodle. Don't say essence <laughs> of noodle. <laughs> that means nothing. Yes, <laughs> It means I, nothing. That means yes, it does. No, it, it does. The essence of noodle is like the wheat flavor of a of a pasta product. Okay, to they be clear, sprinkled some wheat in there. I'm trying to get the actual ingredient list. You can't find it. Nope. I've got allergy information. Why is on the website? They should have the breakdown. They do. It's but it's like the nutritional breakdown and the allergy related stuff. But it's not like. The actual ingredients. They must not be required to put, like, the ingredients. Because some other companies, like, let's yeah. try to manufacture that. Because it, they'll put them in order okay. of appearance. Zero to five. Zero being the worst. I'm going to put it in the appetizer category. Yeah. Do you, are you fine with that? Yeah. So we're talking Zero. about French fries and waffle fries. Yeah, like cheese curds and mott sticks and jalapeno poppers. Yes. So put in that category, zero to five. Zero being, you know the worst thing you've ever put in your mouth and five being, I don't know, the most decadent jalapeno popper you've ever just uh, okay. appreciated. I'm going to say if it had mozzarella sauce with it, it would be a five. Oh, wow. wow. But since it doesn't have it, 4.7. It's okay. so good. All right. 4.7 says Don Mike. Yeah, I was going to have a similar uh, take. Yeah, I, I'd still prefer more of like a chipotle flavor to it. It's mm-hmm. like a chipotle sauce, something with a little spice to it, a little kick to it. That would have got it up to about a 4.8. I'm going to say 4.3. Very God, good. You guys are so specific. Okay, I'm just going to give it a nice solid 4.25. I think it's quite good. Mm-hmm. I would eat more of it. And... I want them. I I did ding them though because I think the price is absurd. Well, yeah, those yeah, that was true. like one handful of food. Not even. No, I could just go plop plop. Maybe if you put it in a child's hand, it's a handful. But yeah, not a big man hand like so, you have. I, I, so <laughs> I'm gonna ding them a little bit for that. Yeah, four point two five is still quite good though. The taste is so good. It's really good. 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 Oop, I found yeah. it. You did? There's actually an ingredients guide as well, a little oh, deeper on. Okay, keep going. Yeah, and come we've on got. Now. Um, By the way, those four things were 280 calories oh, for just awesome. four. Oh That's a lean God. cuisine. Okay, Mike. I'm going to need your help on some of these words because D I T A L I N I, Ditalini pasta? Oh, Ditalini. Ditalini pasta. Ditalini is a thing. Okay, that's the first thing that's in it. Okay, so that's real pasta. Okay. Cream cheese is one of the cheeses. That puts Ooh, it together. That gives it creaminess. They've also got some cultured milk uh, and cream, some salt, stabilizers. Uh, I don't want to read any more of these. It makes me feel sick to my stomach. How many of those are there? Um, there are a lot of ingredients, like um, enriched Is it the rum, cheese that's salonia, the ingredients? Yeah. Um, wheat flour. Semolina. Semolina is semolina. actually what they would make pasta out oh, of. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Um, a bunch of montrates and phosphates and... Other things like that. Some gum. Preservatives. Yep. Oh, xanthan gum. Yeah. Oh, Zempic? Actually, G O A R gum. Gar- oh, Guar. Guar gum. That's a band. Oh, well, that's different. Uh, Eliotermic for the color. 
Oh, that's oleo turmeric. Okay, there you go. Turmeric. It's good for your joints. So really this is like a you, supplement, turmeric. basically. Yeah, it's basically yeah. elf. It's going to make you lose weight because yeah. it's got Ozempic. It's great to dance to because it's a band. I wonder it's so dang expensive. How'd they get that Ozempic? You, you know, they put that in Arby's. <laughs> they put that in the mac and cheese bites. Oh my God. You can lose weight just by eating appetizers. <laughs> Thank you. you know somebody out there. Yeah, and can we? Can we? Uh, just... My friends Bradley and Don on the radio. Yeah, they were just saying. And that... they also said that we can wash it down with some Reese's peanut butter cups. <laughs> Reese's Pieces. <laughs> <laughs> and then and you're going to have do. a bunch of Reese's. No. Okay. okay. All right. Hey, when hey. we come back, we got to go. I have a really exciting story for you, but Don is not excited. Oh, well, I have questions. Don has questions about an upcoming memoir. We'll tell you why when we come back right here on My Talk 1071. The Adventures of Bradley and Don, My Talk 1071. Guys, we just got finished with Britney's memoir. Um, I also listened to Julia Fox's memoir, uh, Matthew Perry. I mean, Prince Harry. We've been through some memoirs this year. And... I saw one that's coming up that I put it on my calendar in November because I was like, oh, yeah, I'd be interested in maybe reading that. Yeah, for sure. But then when I found out that Barbara Streisand's book, the audio version is 48 hours. And? Are you kidding me? And 992 pages. Is that too much for you or what? Yeah, it's too much. Why? Because I don't know what possibly. I, it's too much. It's too long. Why is it too I long? It's Britney's Barbara was like ten and Streisand. For yeah, but outside. what else? Like, how can you talk about your life for forty-eight straight hours? Barbara Streisand. I feel like we could talk about Barbara Streisand ourselves for forty-five hours. Oh my God! What? But, what is going to be um, in there? I mean, like, like she'll talk about. She's what? 81 years old, first of all, so she's got a few more years on the planet than Britney does. And- I know, but I'm just saying there's only so much that people want to know. Like, you can't Marvin do that. Hamlish was a composer of extraordinary depth. And there she's talking about Marvin Hamlish. He was also a very kind <laughs> and but generous this, is it gonna friend be lies? who could always make me laugh. I mean, and over the years we shared. I mean, I like I'm listening. I mean, she won't even let us see her in normal lighting. She goes around with a lighting crew that sets up That's lights for her. That's the things that makes her Barbara bleeping Streisand. If Barbara Streisand was the least bit relatable to you and I, I would not read this book. She like she's she, unrelatable. Then that yes, and that's why we love her. Oh, <laughs> I feel like there isn't. Like, even if you are into her, I feel like that is a lot for an audio book. Don't tell me not to live just I mean, she could do a whole thing on like Funny Girl. Like candy the sun's a ball of butter. Uh, yeah. Don't bring around a cloud to rain on are, my Well, first of all... I think she's great. I love her voice. Are you a barb... Like, uh, we need I'm to... not a super fan. Okay. I do so appreciate her I would consider myself yeah. a Barbara super fan, and I am very excited because... Here's the thing. When it comes to celebrity memoirs, there are people who have things to say and people who don't. You're looking at me funny. Um, <laughs> what is that face I'm just for? listening. You you're look trying... like you're having mm. gas. <laughs> well, this gives me gas. Why, though? It's I so find her to long. be an incredibly fat. So 
let's be clear. I think this is just because you are like, I don't want to have to read 45 hours of a book. It's almost as long as War and Peace. If it was something you loved, you would do it. You'd have absolutely 100% no problem. Mm. Absolutely 100%. Like, if there was a paranormal story, or I'm, I'm just thinking, like, what's the thing for you that you would be endlessly fascinated by? Ah. <sighs> I can't think of anything that I would listen to for 48 hours. You've never listened to a a long book before Um, or read a long book. I have like maybe a series of books. Yeah. But that's so there's not a person whose life you would be all in. Like, here's another person who's like 45 hour memoir. I would listen to Lucille Ball. Mm -mm. 100%. No, I guess there isn't anything. Carol Burnett. Um, Madonna. I don't know. Um, don't, don't tell Uh-oh, Jamie I Jamie said that. Jamie is listening. Yeah, he's not actually, so it's fine. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. But you know, there are people for whom I want to hear, and especially when it comes to Barbara Streisand, I think she is going to, she is just such a thoughtful person. If you've ever watched, like, first of all, the, the memoir is called My Name is Barbara, which was also which? the title of a special from a hundred years ago. And it, it is one of the things that I watched that made me fall in love with her because you know a lot of the gays, a lot of the gay men anyway, have had a history with Barbara. She's been like a diva or someone that mm-hmm. has been held on a pedestal. And as a young gay man, I was like, why is that? Because like I didn't grow up with an inherent like of Barbara Streisand. Right? I came to Barbara in my 20s. And knocked on her door and said, will you and someday said, do a 48-hour book? Uh, you know, my favorite song. I mean, it's a good song. Yeah. But then I watched My Name is Barbara. I'm funny girl. I memorized every line. Then I appreciated the talent because not only does she have a supremely amazing singing voice, but she's also a thinking person, like a thoughtful person. Like she really gets deep in her thoughts and is not afraid to talk about them, which for celebrities and even more so today, celebrities don't want to really talk. They don't want to really go there. Yeah. And I feel like she does. And that's why I think I will have no problem listening to 45 hours of Barbara, but I get, well, you're going to have to trust listen to more because it's 48. Well, for, <laughs> not that you're counting. <laughs> let me, let me try something on you. Okay. I want you to just listen to a little bit of her actual memoir. Okay. Because there's a little teaser that was released. You want to hear a little bit? How long is it? Would you calm down? <laughs> you ain't got nothing else to do right now. <laughs> right. Eat yourself another mac and cheese ball. I don't ball. have any more because they only gave us a few. <laughs> okay, listen to this. An amiable anteater? That's how I was described at 19 in one of my first reviews as a professional actress. I was in I Can Get It For You Wholesale playing a lovelorn secretary, and I could see the comparison, well, sort of. Over the next year, I was also called, um, let's see, a sour persimmon, a furious hamster, uh, a myopic gazelle, (laughs) and a seasick ferret. Yikes. Was I really that odd-looking? I mean, who doesn't want more of that? Well, I would be listening to it. This is how you can shave off some time. She needs to pick up the pace, Barbara. Oh, my God, no. Barbara. I'm listening to her at one time speed. I want to get it all in. One and a half at least. No. There's so many chapters. Like, 
early Barbara. Yeah. That's great and fun. Yeah, talk about all your movies and stuff. But if you were a really, really good chef, like she is at the top of her game, yes. She is one of the best singers in the world and performers. Yeah. But and you're not going to do a meal that has 48 courses. No, you've you got might. to make it palpable you're the best for in the world, human beings who want to. Like she doesn't. You she's need not to concerned with average human beings. Like make it. She has a mall in her basement. What? Like literally. What? You, okay. Would you please Google? Because the lighting is good there. Barbara and she can Streisand. shop with great lighting. You would do the same thing if you were Barbara a mall Streisand. In basement. What's in it? Yeah, she has a mall in her basement. Holly and I used to talk about one day trying to go to the Streisand Mall, the shopping mall in Barbara Streisand's home. And I want you to just get here. I'm going to put who give are you a link. the attendants. Is there anybody working the counter? Does is it just her stuff? She probably that people she that have been out living there for 20 like years. She's buying it. And ain't nobody know what happened to them because, you know, they're working for Barbara at the candy counter. Oh, my God. Basement <laughs> Mall Museum. This is absurd. This is just all of her she's stuff. She's Barbara Streisand. She's displaying it like she's going to rebuy it. It's just all of her stuff. It's like a big closet. Yeah. Trust. I, I'm all here for it, and I hope that we get a whole chapter on on Barbara's um, on Barbara's basement mall. shopping mall. Yeah. That depresses me. <laughs> An empty mall in my basement. Do you like what the else way we were? Do I like it? It's one of the best movies of all time. Made oh, me I cry like a baby. I haven't seen it. <gasps> You've never seen it. The way we were. The way Oh, why is that? So I'm why? sad. Well, it is a sad love story. Oh, great. Robert Redford. I mean, one of the best love stories of all time. I want to know about A Star is Born with Chris Christopher. You said you were a fan. I'm, I'm feeling like perhaps you're not. I am, but I think you need to make it like consumable. Yeah. What kind of fan is that? Uh-oh. Like, I'm <laughs> the gays minute, are going to hate me. <laughs> I'm a five-minute fan. You're not invited to our party. Okay. Uh, Dawn, it's okay. I will take one for the team. I will read the Barbara Streisand memoir, and each day I will give a 45-minute review. Please don't. Of everything I've read from the night before. <laughs> we'll be right back here on The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. What? Yes, Dawn.